You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. Today, we're going to change the format up, the poncho section. Today, we're going to be doing an ASMR podcast. <laughs> you know, this this stuff kind of creeps me out. Yeah. This ASMR stuff. And just the way, and just the way this whole thing started. <laughs> just creeps me out. No, come on. You gotta get, get the phone. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. To... yeah. I mean, we could just, like stop and Shoot. just listen to the people in the background maybe like we had we had oh, dogs barking <laughs> we could uh, here's a crazy idea why don't we just discuss things yeah we could do that you guys, want, you guys down for discussing various things and topics and subjects yeah let's do that we could do that those are some of my favorite subjects yeah and uh, the person you're listening to well not me but the person you just listened to is our good friend eric yeah hello eric. Welcome to the podcast. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Eric, you. Uh, actually, Eric Greenop is with us, and he actually designed our Headley the Duck logo. That's true. So that rubber ducky you see on all of our, uh, I guess, Facebook posts yeah. or wherever you're getting. Uh, I've been with the poncho section for a long time. Yeah, you have been. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing that you since, haven't been on the show yet. Since before we uh, like posted anything, you, yeah. you knew all about it. Yeah, all the way back in 2016. Yeah. Right, I mean, we're we're coming up on two years, probably. Um, yeah, I think this summer would make it about two years. Right. I mean, there was there was a part where we didn't have it on our website. We did it on uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, we have we have some rough cuts. Yeah, from uh, back at I oh, guess back then, at your old apartment. Yeah, and then even before that, we have a few episodes that will never air because they were just terrible. There's lost episodes. There's lost episodes. They're they're not lost. We know where they are. Yeah, we just don't want to. We just don't want to release them. <laughs> that's did, true. Did we you know ever exactly actually there. lose an episode? Um, one didn't we? Wasn't there I don't one think that we lost an episode? We definitely had certain episodes that I realized. Oh, I left a certain program open, and because of that, like the computer had to like overprocess, and because of that oh, the yeah. audio got kind of all messed up. Mm, that yeah. happened, I think, twice on the Harry Potter episode, and maybe two other episodes. Yeah, I remember. I've lost a few episodes. Yeah, because um, a few years ago I started doing let's plays on YouTube where I'd play video games and do like live commentary as I'm playing it. Yeah, and I'd have a few of my friends uh, come in, and one game we were particularly playing was this old uh, computer game. It was called Mario's Time Machine. This is like huh. an actual Nintendo game. I remember that, this actually. Um, it, it wasn't developed by Nintendo, but it was a licensed game using Nintendo, uh, you know, IP. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was released for the Super Nintendo, but they had versions for the computer that actually had like voice acting, right? Okay. It's called Mario's Time Machine. You 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 help Mario go back in time because Bowser, like you know, he stole these artifacts and it's like screwing up time. So you got to go back in time, and, like return, you know, the uh, the copper key to uh, Ben Franklin's because he's going to do the experiment with the the the, the kite, kite yeah. right? Okay. So it's like all this kind of stuff, and like we were recording an episode. I got the audio. Turns out. I didn't record the video. I only had like five minutes of video and I missed it all. Yeah. And that really disappointed me because like it was a good episode. We were doing well and it just, it was, it was lost. That's a bummer. Yeah, that's unfortunate. There's a few times when we were playing games and I forgot to hit the record on something. It might have been mm-hmm. the, uh, 
the the game capture or the audio and then we have to like go back and kind of like restart yeah like, oh man yeah that's a bummer now i'm thinking you said mario's time machine was the name yeah mario's time machine do you remember and this is co- probably completely different but mario teaches typing on uh I, I guess it was on just like for the computer i know that was was one i didn't have that one i had yeah. of course i had mavis beacon yeah was you that know? but i don't know if that was uh nintendo though if mario's teaches typing but, or what's those license kind of things? Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. They, they did a few a few license games mm-hmm. uh, back then. There was one I had. Um, it was a floppy disk one. It yeah. wasn't on, on CDs. It was called Mario's Game Gallery, and it was it's uh, special because it was the first game that featured Charles Martinet doing the voice of Mario. Oh, really? Oh. So like you could play all kinds of like you know classic games like uh, Go Fish. Mm-hmm. Like he would talk like, "Do you have any Rexes?" Well, that's really good. <laughs> and, and, and there'd be like this. Um, <laughs> Your character's voice would be like, Mario, go fish! Yeah. Oh it's my like, god, that's ah, great. I guess I go fishing again! <laughs> uh, you play that, there was um, uh, Backgammon, there was Checkers, there mm-hmm. was another card game, I don't remember which one, but then there was a game called Yacht. Okay, what's that? I think it's kind of like, um, almost like poker, but with dice, where you can hmm. get like, you know, like full house, two of a kind, but it's like you're rolling dice and you save, like, pick which ones you save and then you re-roll the yeah. remaining ones. I'm trying to remember. This is this is bringing me back because uh, was that a PC game? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this reminded me there was this old PC game that I had when I was a kid and I loved it. It was one of those educational kind of games, but edutainment. They, edutainment, yeah. But they made it it fun and it had something to do with you being like a mountain climber, and you would have to. I think you scaled. Um, you started out like scaling a hill and then it moved into a mountain and then maybe you were like jumping down into caves or something like that. Mm-hmm. And to get to each level, you had to do some sort of puzzle or math problem. And I remember love it. And you gain, you gained like a certain amount of coins each time. Right. That sounds fun. It, I remember loving that game, but I've like tried to look it up online and I cannot seem to find out what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what I, that it's game too is. vague. It's like uh, a yeah. math it, game with mountain climbing. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't remember that. I uh, I'm I'm trying to think of the now. I'm like going back and thinking of the computer games that I used to play. Did you ever and play uh, Word Munchers or Number Munchers? No, Word Munchers. Oh, so. that was a great game because it, it would have like a grid, almost like a bingo card, but it yeah. had like uh, for Word Munchers, it'd be like um, you know, uh, it have a, a variety of words, and you have the direction of like you only can eat uh, like verbs. So you have to go uh-huh. to like, you know, you know uh-huh, you're, like, you're like this little green guy, kind of looks like Pac-Man both legs and you, you yeah. have to go and like eat them. But you got to be careful because the troggles, they're like the bad guys, they might come down and you can't go onto the same space as a troggle. Yeah. Otherwise it will, you know, you'll lose a life and right. do that. And there was a version we had called Super Munchers uh-huh. where instead of just like, you know, words or stuff, it was like, you know, musical instruments and it lists all these things and you got to eat the things that are musical instruments or it would specify like, you know, uh, states or like countries yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. And then like, as you gain points, you can then go into super muncher mode where you could then like eat the troggles and then you know go on. Oh, I wonder who's the guy that came up with like some of those names, like a yeah. troggle or yeah. coming know. up with like all the like, educational even, like, video the games. Goombas the Goombas from, from Mario. Oh, yeah, like, who Remember? came up with like the, the silly names for these characters? Yeah. I don't know, but you know, I'm thinking about like all these educational <laughs> video games now that were for the computer. Yeah. And there was one, there was, wasn't Space Invaders one of them? Or maybe it was something like it? I don't know. Where like you had, you were like, it had something to do with math, 
I know that. We were like shooting different numbers. There was a game called Math Blaster. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I never played that one, but I know that uh, that that was a a popular math edutainment game. Yeah, there was that. There was there was one where like really young. It's called like I think it was Reader Rabbit. Reader Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, but like I, I like re- vaguely remember these games now. Now I'm thinking about this. It, I keep thinking of. Do you remember there it was like three games that were kind of in the same universe? Uh, it was Putt Putt. Yeah, Putt Putt, Pajama Sam, Pajama and Spy Sam. Fox. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And what was it? There was a fish one too. Freddy Fish. Freddy Fish. My brother okay. loves all those. Oh okay. my god, those yeah. were the best growing up they were point and click adventure games yeah like you mm-hmm. click on like stuff in the background and maybe like the little house will like you know do a little dance or something yeah. like that it was like yeah. the, right before the like kind of like a monkey island kind of thing yeah it was awesome oh man there was a uh there was a uh, i guess you call it a spinoff it was freddie fish's maze madness okay. where you're just going through a maze and you gotta collect like little kelp seeds but i liked it because you can make your own custom you know uh mazes okay putting like enemies and stuff like that and there's like a hundred mazes and as a kid that's a lot yeah yeah, that is quite a bit. I wonder if they still make those games now. Those like educational type of uh, I would imagine computer game. So. Well, didn't they have a thing a couple years ago like the V V Tech? Am I thinking of the right yeah, thing? Something with like a frog, I think. Leapster, maybe. It was yeah. Leapfrog. Leap. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Leapfrog. They they had all kinds of stuff like that because yeah. I remember like um they used to have toys where we're like they had like books and they had like this electric stylus and you could like click on things in the book and it yeah. will like you know <laughs> either make a noise or you know read that part of the story. They did a lot of that kind of stuff and yeah. I'm sure that they branched off into doing like actual like video games, but they had Leapsters and Leapfrog and all these these spinoff things. I hated those things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like at a certain point, you don't want to be like doing educational stuff anymore. You're just like, I just want to shoot things yeah, on, on shoot screen. Like, I don't actually want to learn anything. <laughs> like, I want to separate my time. Did you ever have a game where you tried to, like, there, there'll be another game that's out and you're like, oh man, I really want that game. But it's like, it's too, either too expensive. I'm a kid. I don't have money and I can't seem to convince. <laughs> I'm a kid. That's, there's a problem yeah. here. I can't seem to convince my parents to buy me this game yet. So there'll be another game, like the, the game I'm specifically thinking of, there's a, there was just a car racing game mm-hmm. and it had enough like open world like to it so that if you didn't want to necessarily do the race, you could still just drive around the city, but it didn't have any of like any really thing else, but I really wanted to have Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, and so I would essentially just drive the car really fast and try to like smash it into a wall. But I mean, the car would end up being perfect because it didn't have any like collision kind of yeah. damage. But I, I would just try to simulate that uh, just through a racing game. Yeah. So you would you would like buy like Cruisin' World or something and then like turn it into your own personal Grand Theft Auto? Pretty much. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember the name of the game. It had the one, I guess it had like a, a, like a little joke in it where you could drive a bus and the top of the bus had the same number as the bus in speed oh what yeah <laughs> so like you and underrated you could, movie by the yeah, way speed. and you could race like a bunch of different things you could race buses you could race uh any sort of other cars and it had like this open world kind of element too if you didn't want to necessarily race but there was no real other interaction with the outside world but i always remember trying to like see what i could do with that game because i just didn't have grand theft auto yet yeah. I, I always liked uh, Crazy Taxi, and oh, then man. and then when they made The Simpsons Road Rage, which was like the yes. Simpsons version of Crazy Taxi, which I actually might have liked better. Yeah, it was more fun just because it had Simpsons characters in it. Mm-hmm. I liked that game a lot. Then yeah. they made the the Simpsons version of Grand Theft Auto: Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, oh yeah. my God, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, that was like amazing. a little, like, it wasn't as crazy violence. It was of like course a little. Not. It was, it was <laughs> it wasn't very like, cartoonish. Yeah. It had a teen rating. So yeah. you could do some stuff that could be crude, like Simpsons humor, but they you couldn't murder Marge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, go go find an emulator, down that, download that stuff, and give it a play. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my That's God. Great. That stuff was classic. I had that all on uh, PS2, I think, was mm-hmm. like... Mm, yeah that's actually where i mean for me because i don't really play video games much anymore except for like n64 stuff like i go back to like the old stuff but i think i stopped i had a playstation 2 and actually i did get a wii Mm -hmm. okay Um, everybody had one yeah Yeah. which was like fun it was fun uh it's like fun with a group of people or like in in college even like playing like the sports one yeah definitely playing like bowling or something like we used to do that yeah um and then after that like i just honestly i didn't I stopped playing it. It completely. became kind of sad when you're just alone wiggling and waggling away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is something sad about that. Well, also, it became this thing. And I don't know if that's still, like, if they're still trying to do it, where it was, like, combining video games with exercise. Oh, yeah. Where the, that yeah. was trying to be the a thing. exercise board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they're, like, no, like, the they're trying fit. to. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, like, a nice idea, but you really should just, like, if you want people to go out, like, go outside and, like, do something. And, like, when you want to play video games, you are you want to, like, just sit there and press buttons. Your yeah. intention really isn't to move around. Mm-hmm. They, they, they took a very, like, broad um, approach with the Wii, trying to reach as many audiences, like, as they can. I remember yeah. hearing stories about how, like, the Wii was being used in, like, nursing homes for, like, rehab- rehabilitation. Yeah. Like, that's where, like, the Wii Fit and, like, the bowling and stuff like that was really, like, reaching people that would, wouldn't normally play games. You don't yeah. hear about yeah. Old people playing like games. There's one yeah. woman who plays Skyrim. Really? Yeah, is, she, that, is that that old grandma? That, yeah. There's like this grandma who plays Skyrim. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> awesome. YouTube keeps her like, like, uh, you know, thinking and on her feet mentally. That's well, amazing. That, that's the thing too is that like for a while they were saying like you know video games make you dumb like you're not, you know sitting in front of TV but now like they're like going back the other way like actually there mm-hmm. could be some mental benefits to playing I think, it. And I always thought that. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did a study about that where they did did had people play of video games and then they had a control uh, study that didn't and then mm. they had to do some sort of like test. I don't think it was necessarily like a scantron kind of thing but there's something that involves like problem solving and they showed yeah. that because of the, the the people who played the video games I did a better job now I don't know if that's necessarily saying that playing video games itself is is be- beneficial or doing something that involves you're using your mind beforehand yeah is well, beneficial it depends on the game too because right. like i can't see how like nfl blitz has any mental benefits I mean, maybe. at all tony hawk pro skater helped me with math yeah because you're doing uh rotations oh, oh, yeah. you know, 360s like, oh, 540s yeah yeah that's, you know 720s and that's, that's a true. classic game oh yeah uh, still to this day it's one of my favorites when the f- first level loads the warehouse and it plays uh, the goldfinger song superman yeah, yeah. Oh, the, awesome. the soundtracks on those games. Yeah. The soundtracks on those games were the best. Oh, yeah. It had like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. It had Primus. Yeah, it had, it had a lot of stuff. A lot of, um, uh, like, there's some, like, hip-hop in there. Uh, uh-huh. They look at, like, Green Day and yeah. some of the later ones. Didn't have you, ACDC, maybe? Yeah, one yeah. of them had uh, TNT. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I think that was the uh, Do you guys have a favorite game for each system? Of Ooh. course. Ooh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, there's a lot of, that I like for each one. Mm-hmm. So it's hard I really... to pick favorites of my children. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, for like for N64, mm-hmm. it's a really tough one because there's like you're saying like Tony Hawk is like a great one, but yeah. I also love like Mario Kart or like you know or mm-hmm. like all those games like That's even great. like I mean Mario Party I like I probably yeah. wouldn't like it as much as Mario Kart. 
Mario that, Party's good for, is like the best for a group mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Does that there's Smash, which is great. Like, another one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like I like Diddy Kong Racing, although that wasn't like the best. Maybe I yeah. prefer that to suit to Mario Kart. Really? Yeah. Cause yeah. The graphics were better, and I think the tracks were. You could be the hoverboard. Were, th- yeah, there were more tracks. In, yeah. in that one, I think. Mm. I think in the original one, there was like 16 tracks, but they also had like yeah. 24. You could play as Conquer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could that play as Conquer bad for and Bad Banjo. Banjo, uh, t- Tipsy? No, uh, Pipsy. Tup- Pipsy, yeah, that, that yeah. was the, uh, <laughs> the, the little yellow mouse. Or it was yeah. Top Tup. That was, when, that was when yeah. Rare Games was like the shit. Like, yeah. They, they were the best. They Oh, my God, they put out so many good games, and then they were bought by Microsoft and... Yeah. Uh, they, they, they had some kind of deal where they couldn't make um, games for another company that like that was a direct competitor or a platform that was a direct competitor. So like when mm-hmm. they were bought by Microsoft, they they had the Xbox then. Yeah. So they couldn't make games for the GameCube or the the PlayStation Two, but there was a loophole. They could make games for the Game Boy Advance because there was no other competitor, at least by Microsoft, for a handheld. Uh, so, oh, so they still yeah. were active making games for the um, the Game Boy Advance. So they made like remakes of Donkey Kong Country. I was going to say they had do- yeah, the Donkey Kong They games. did they did a Banjo-Kazooie game on the Game yeah. Boy Advance. That game was the they best. did a Banjo racing game for Game Boy Advance and I think there was another one I'm drawing a blank on what it was, but mm-hmm. yeah. If, it's just like weird how like the rules between like contracts and game developers and stuff like how it all works. Yeah. Funny that you mentioned Banjo Kazooie, because I was originally going to say, I think Goldeneye was my favorite on the N64, but now that you bring up Banjo Kazooie, I oh. remember that game was amazing. I, I forgot that. about Goldeneye. I Goldeneye is a classic. Hours playing that game. Yeah. I mean, there's been there's so many good ones. Like, I like Mario 64. Like, that was a classic for me, too. I actually yeah. never really played it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, didn't have it. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I still, I still have those games. Yeah. They're, they're in decent condition. That and Zelda. I've never actually played a Zelda game. Ever. Oh, my God. The All Zelda right. for the. The original Nintendo, original NES, mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. But I used to always get there was one part where I would get lost in like the forest or something. I could it's never like one of those out. like looping sections. You got to know the right path to take. I couldn't figure it out. I it used to drive <laughs> me nuts. Yeah. Um, but that was that actually might have been my favorite for that system. Like that okay. game was just so much fun. I just have really good memories of that game. I only ever remember playing like Duck Hunt on yeah. that and system because my cousin, too. my cousins had that. So I, every time I went over, I would just go straight to play Duck Hunt. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys play Sega Genesis at all? That was the first oh, yeah. console I had. Yeah. yeah. My my I cousins had that. had that. I didn't have that. I used to play Sonic all the time. Mm-hmm. Sonic was great. They they actually had a Power Ranger game. Uh, oh yeah. For the the Power Rangers movies, that was amazing. And then Aladdin, like yeah. they had some really good Disney games, like Aladdin, yeah. Lion King. Oh, the Lion King game is brutal. Yeah, it's it? tough. Yeah, oh, it's I didn't, really I never tough. It. it is. It's un. It's unfair. Yeah, it's like that bad. Yeah. Wow. I like honestly. I don't. What happened after the they did the Sega Genesis? Then they did the Dreamcast, right? There's a few in between there. All right. There so was. Sega was. A, they were really stupid. I'm just gonna say yeah. stupid. After they were trying to compete with like the PlayStation. After that came out, because Play the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo were 16 bit systems. The yeah. PS1 was a 32, and then there was the 64 bit ones like right. N64. N64. So Sega was trying to like bridge the gap between that. So they added these add-ons to the Sega Genesis that would add like 32-bit support. They added the, the Sega CD, oh. which wasn't its own console. It was like this this add-on you 
you take off like a little plastic piece on the bottom of your Sega and then you mm-hmm. put it on it. Like you could like chain all these ridiculous peripherals. There are, um, I think it was the angry video game nerd did a video about some of these and like he plugged in like everything that needed and like it's more, um, more power bricks than your, your power strip has, you know, plugs for. Oh, it, it was a ridiculous device and it was yeah. unnecessary. And then they made the Sega Saturn. Oh, which I forgot about that too. A lot of people forget about it. It, had, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it mostly used like full motion video. Yeah, you know those like really compressed, really bad, you know, live action stuff. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Um, yeah, and that was pretty terrible. That was awful. There was <laughs> Sega Saturn had a few games that were like groundbreaking for it. Like they had like Virtua Fighter, which was like one of the first like the oh, smoothest man. like I um, Virtua Fighter. Uh, you know, 3D fighting game. Yeah, but pretty much every, it was a god awful failure. Then the Dreamcast. Then came the out. Dreamcast. And that was like an unrivaled like winner. Yeah. Up until the PlayStation came out, and the reason why the PlayStation overtook that is because PlayStation Two had a DVD player in it. Right. And that compared, coupled with the sales of the Matrix, it became like the most affordable DVD player you could get. With at the, the time. sales of the Matrix. Yeah, when the Matrix came out. Really. Like in two thousand one. Oh wow. Or, or was that was no. probably the Matrix like sequels had come like, out. I think by it was ninety nine. Yeah. Is the Matrix. Well, whenever the first Matrix yeah. came out on DVD, that's yeah. like what like really like took off really? you know, wow. sales of, know of the PlayStation. Huh. At least I hope this is true. I remember watching a like a documentary about the PlayStation two years ago and that yeah. I, I, that stuck out to me because like the Matrix. Well, I remember the DVD player thing. That was actually a big selling point mm-hmm. for me. And like cause like my parents too, like they were like, Oh man, we have like a DVD player. Like that's cool. Yeah. You know, back the when same, that was a big deal. The same thing was happening with the PlayStation three? And the Xbox with, that with, with the Blu-ray. Blu-ray, Blu-ray or high-definition DVD, yeah, HD DVD, which is so smart. It's such a smart move on their parts. Yeah. But then Sega just disappeared, right? Or did they yeah. merge, or or they were bought did out? They just do games now. Right? I don't remember exactly what happened financially, but they were just like we were shutting down our console division, and we're just going to make games. And now mm-hmm. they're just like a third-party game developer. All right. I mean, it's kind of pretty sad. close with Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but oh yeah well they still make games for all the other consoles well what see i'm so behind like what has nintendo been doing now nintendo switch it's huge oh the nintendo switch right yeah okay. that's the big thing everyone's loving that right now but that's been out for a couple years right just about a year i think oh, it came out in march oh it, okay i remember the the new zelda was a launch title for that mm. and that came out uh in march now is that is that the one where you can play it like on your TV, and it's also can be like its own like Game Boy type thing. As yeah, well. it's yeah. like a handheld and a console at yeah, the same yeah. time. Uh, I went to Magfest, the music and gaming festival. Yeah, and it was like everywhere. Everybody oh, had okay. one. People were like, I was remember I was talking with some guy. Uh, we we're just like chilling at in like the lobby, and he looks and we're like, are those guys playing Switch? They playing Mario Kart on Switch? And he goes over and he, like he brings like he pulls out his own controller and like they sync up and he starts playing with them. Oh wow! And they do split cool. screen on like a little seven inch like tablet sized device. Yeah just out there on the floor and it's like a full-blown you know console game oh, that's, that's pretty so wild. cool no where, where was this fest it was in national harbor maryland okay and it's it's like the 16th 17th year that they've done it and how many times have you gone was it the first it was time? my fifth time oh it was your going. fifth time yeah, going I'm, I'm a veteran at this point <laughs> okay okay no i was just i was curious now is this where you did the video for, or is this was this a different fest for um God well, I'm forgetting the name of the band now the Tupperware Remix party yeah thank you yeah thank you. it's the same same uh, festival same oh, okay. convention uh that was like three or f- yeah three years ago I made I, I love that video it's such it's so well done yeah so 
what 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 Ethan's talking about is yeah. uh, I made this. There's this band I really like. They're based out of Canada called Tupperware Remix Party. They play like funk synth wave music. Right. But the thing they're is, they're all in costume, and the real identities of the band members are are hidden. But they're all in these ridiculous costumes. One guy has like like uh it looks like a traffic cone mm-hmm. yeah. for a helmet. There's another guy that looks kind of like a like Ant Man. He's got like a mask like yeah. that. There's a guy who who looks like a lion, and then there's one that looks like a robot. I decided to make a costume like the guy who plays the keyboard with the the cone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I made this all out of like EVA foam. It was this great learning experience following these tutorials online, and I found out that the band was actually going to be at Magfest playing a concert that year. So I. I worked extra hard to make sure that this thing was done in time and it was really good. And I got to meet the band in costume. We were both in costume. And yeah, that's crazy. I made a video that like, you know, kind of talks about the whole experience of like how I built the thing. Right. A little background about the band mm. and like all, all this other stuff about them. Yeah, it's such it, a great video. And that's yeah. on your channel. Yeah, so. my, uh, it was on my, my gaming channel. Okay. Uh, Psychotria plays. Uh, you could put a link to that. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely we'll link it. Um, absolutely. And yeah. it's, so far, it's been my most you know successful video I've ever done. It's got like nine thousand views and That's like really eight hundred crazy upvotes and stuff like that. And it was kind of cool, like the people who like commented on it. So like I, I was following these instru- these uh, cosplay tutorials by this guy named Evil Ted. Mm-hmm. Evil Ted, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and he ended up seeing the video and he commented on it and he you know he. he we had a, a couple back and forth messages. That was cool. Someone else from a few other like pretty big gaming uh, channels saw the video and like they were like, "Oh yeah, you know, I used to be uh, Ted Ted's uh, you know neighbor. He was a really great guy." And like you know, had some of those. And you know, someone was like, "Your enthusiasm is infectious," and like all these like great things to say. And that's it was, really nice. It's nice to get nice comments too yeah. on yeah. YouTube. That, never, that alone is very. <laughs> like, nice. I've never done that's anything true. like that before. That was the first time I was doing like. <laughs> costume work at that time i've done some sewing in the past mm-hmm. yeah i've done nothing else like 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 making armor i've never done anything like yeah. that. yeah so. well i was amazed at the process of like just going through and like making all this stuff i was like geez i wouldn't even know where to begin yeah i'd be so lost now since then didn't you also do a cosplay for i can't i don't know what his name is he's like a video game character is he the guy that like he branches branches off on the trees or the... right so the, the following year I love making costumes because yeah. mm-hmm. um, I just love the process, the creative process. Uh, the following year, I decided I needed to make a new costume. I, you know, got to keep going, get, get get my skills better. I decided to make a costume of this character called Bud from a game called Grow Home, and it's an adorable game. Mm-hmm. But he's like this little red robot. The whole thing is procedurally animated, which means like his movements are done like or are figured out in real time. So like if you're going to trip over rocks, it kind of gives him like this really like off-kilter, almost like drunken stumble. <laughs> yeah. I thought that'd be a really fun character to play. I just loved it. So I, I made that costume, and I, I didn't get the same, like, feedback. I didn't make a video about it, but mm-hmm. I tried, like, you know, taking a picture and, like, tagging the, the studio that made it. Yeah. So that that was the year I made after that. Yeah. Okay. That was last year. Last year, okay. And this year, I made a costume of a character from uh, the, the Black Cauldron, the Disney movie The Black Cauldron. Yeah, yeah. I made a... The Horned King. He was the vil- the villain. Okay. And that was less foam work, but it was more complicated. Because mm-hmm. I needed, I made, he's, in the movie, he's like a skeleton, mm-hmm. right? A skeleton monster. So I needed to make some kind of mask. And I did just didn't want like a flat one that goes my face. I t- no, that's, that's lame. I want something where like, it kind of like fits my head. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'd be looking out the eye holes or the jaw or something like that. So I had to do like all this like, this like uh, shaping and forming. And I went through like four or five different prototype skull heads until I finally like made one. And I was like, I'm just going to run with this. Yeah. yeah. 
It was a pro- the first one was too small. I couldn't get it on my head. The other ones, like the nose cavity was all screwed up. I couldn't do that. I finally got this one. And I made like these horns. I, I grabbed this old cushion from like the porch and I just like carved it out to be like these horns. <laughs> it gave it like, this cool texture. Yeah, absolutely. How many hours would you say that like took you? This one was considerably less hours, but it was more frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I want to say Dr. Sung. Uh, that was the Tupperware remix party one. That one took me probably like maybe 100 hours. Damn. I don't know. Wow. I, I would work on it like, actually, it's got to be more than 100 because I work on it like every night I got home from work, you know, like from like six until like 10 every night for Damn. weeks. Wow. Um, That's like such dedication. And Never. another part of that was I also was doing, um, I was doing a musical performance too. So I oh, had yeah. a guitar and I was like making backing tracks of all this music. Yeah. Because I didn't want to play like play along to a pre-recorded thing. I wanted to have like the sections I'd be playing, I want those to be absent from the recording. Right. Mm-hmm. So it'd be just, you know, drums, bass, guitar, and whatever yeah. was there. So yeah. I needed to like go in and like listen to these songs note by note and figure them out. So like every weekend I'd go to Starbucks, I'd do a few hours there and I'd figure out what uh, what those notes were. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. And I, I know for a while you've been doing some of the those transcriptions on uh, Twitch. Yeah, and are you are you still doing that? Do you have any my, like more upcoming stuff? My Twitch strategy right now is really up in the air. Okay, uh, when I was living in Virginia, yeah, I was streaming twice a week on Wednesdays and Sundays. I just picked those dates because mm-hmm. why not? Why not? Yeah. Now because I'm kind of in between, uh, I'm moving to Portland in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. in between, you know, making that move. I'm just kind of streaming whatever whenever i want with like no advance notice all right okay um yeah. so sometimes i'll be doing like art i'll have like you know my photoshop open and i'll be draw doing like digital drawing mm-hmm. sometimes i will um, i want to try doing music performance stuff or sometimes i'll just be doing gaming live okay nice uh, when i was doing cosplay work i actually got more viewers uh than i've gotten like doing any other thing. So I think that my future might be in doing cosplay stuff. Yeah. Do you have but, any plans for the uh, next year or is it too early? Well, I always start thinking about stuff to do. Um, I really, I, first of all, I want uh, my girlfriend Beth to, to come out to MAGFest. I think that'd be a lot of fun. She would, oh, she hasn't been? No, she hasn't been, but she would love it. She's a, yeah. she's a nerd just like me. All right. So um, excellent. And I'm trying to like think of like, you know, what would be some like cool couples, like cosplays and stuff we could yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, since we'd be flying, it would probably have hmm. to be something more fabric-based than yeah. foam. Now, I, mean, wh- I traveled to Toronto with the, the foam costume, but it was like, you know, I had to check the bag, and it was a little awkward trying to explain to them <laughs> what all this is. Yeah, I'm trying to think what a good couple's costume yeah, would be. We should, we should come up with this yeah. right I suggested that, uh, you know, hey, how about we do uh, Kylo Ren and uh, Ray from Star Wars? Yeah. like, ew, no, maybe... Finn and Poe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be really funny, actually. Yeah. That would be a great costume. Yeah. Um, Star Wars probably is going to be done a lot, though, I would think, right? Probably. Um, but you don't, you don't have to do something that's like completely unique. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're right. No, I understand. I try to think like, maybe there's something from anime we can do. Yeah. Or, um, you know, there's a video game or something. We both love this game, Warframe, but okay. to make the, the characters from that would be extremely complex, foam crafting, mm. nightmare. And I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. You could do... Characters oh, yeah. from Diddy Kong Racing. Bring oh, those back. it's funny that you bring that up. Cause yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had a few other like last-minute costumes I did for this year's MAGFest. Yeah. And when my, my friends that I went with, I called my MAGFAM. Yeah. We did the Donkey Kong crew. Oh, from nice. From DK64. Oh, okay, so yeah, oh, that's what with, that was. With Lanky Kong? I was Lanky Kong. Na- yeah, okay. And I, I, yeah. I brought a trombone, and I was just making all kinds <laughs> of noises. You, were you throwing grapes? Didn't he throw grapes? Yeah, he, he had like a... a 
what do you call it? Like a blow dart thing, but it would shoot grapes. Yeah. I, I, remember that. I remember that. I remember like playing that game and I'm like, what the hell is Dude, he shooting game. out of this thing? Yeah. So like, we, we were going through the, um, oh God, yeah, the, probably the worst, game. the worst Donkey rap. Kong. Donkey Kong is here. It's probably the worst rap ever created. <laughs> that Donkey Kong rap. It's either we that or uh, the Rodney Dangerfield rap. <laughs> Oh God! Oh yeah, we were the just Rodney rat. we were just talking about that the other day because yeah. I didn't even know that existed until like a few weeks ago. So much <laughs> nah. like, you've never seen the Rodney Dangerfield rapping from like the eighties. Like, I think no. I saw that once in one of those. I love the the decades. It's, it's like bad. it's like ugh. Like, it's but there's also bad. Mel did one too. Mel Brooks did one. No. I think it, yeah, it was like the Hitler rap. Oh, that sounds familiar. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, those things should not be done. No, old Jews they, shouldn't they rap. <laughs> those those things like just don't age well. No, and probably at the time they probably weren't even that that great. And the thing is, it's it's that very old school rap where it's like, it. You, My name is Doctor Wilson, and I'm here I, to say yeah, exactly. I'm gonna smack your ass in yeah. a major way. Yeah, exactly. I kind of like that old school rap style, though. <laughs> no, I do like up, it. Let me tell you a tale. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't push me, cause I'm close to. Edge. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of sort of in that similar yeah. vein. The Donkey Kong, but the Donkey Kong crew is a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was last minute. I just grabbed a shirt and some yeah, pants, like I cut them off and put on some suspenders. Yeah, who else was part? It was because Diddy was in that crew. Yeah, right? we had a Diddy, we Diddy. had a Donkey Kong, we had a ch- Chunky Kong, Chunky Kong. Oh, that's yeah. right. And we had one guy who was, was Funky Kong, Funky, and the the, yeah, the grandpa. Yeah, we had Cranky Kong. Cranky. Too. And, and the he, girl with the spinning hair. Oops, yeah, Tiny Kong. Tiny, oh, oh, Tiny? That, that okay. was the DK64 in Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Country 2. Uh, it was Dixie Kong. Gotcha. Oh, okay. That's that's why I'm confused. Dixie. So we didn't have any any of the, the girl Kongs. No, mm-hmm. we didn't have Tiny or Dixie or Candy. You know what I remember mm-hmm. from the, the DKN64 is that it came with, you had to change the whatever. Expansion the expansion pack. pack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't re- and it, then, was, it was like a RAM uh, yeah. expansion. And that was the only game I I think I ever had to do that for. Yeah, a few games was like an optional thing that might have like it helped make help uh, higher resolution graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know like the pod racing game for Star Wars yeah. had oh, that damn. option. Well, you used to have to buy the separate rumble pack. I oh, remember. Yeah. Oh my! I had God. a third party one called the Tremor pack. I know I had and the you Tremor could pack. Switch it between like low and high. I also had That's a memory amazing. card too. Yeah, right. I remember I, it was such a big thing though. It was this monster thing that you would put you would stick at the end of the controller. Yeah. I had this um this uh, memory pack yeah. um that had, had like four times the memory. There was like a little switch on it where you could like switch it to like you know four different positions. Mm-hmm. But one day all my things got erased like just out of the blue. Like no, no one did anything. They just were gone. They vanished. Oh damn! Yeah. And we called Nintendo. Like, well, it's a third party thing you bought. You know, oh. if you bought the official Nintendo oh, one, we could shit, yeah. Oh ouch! You know, replace it. But that's like an Apple move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird things happen with those old consoles. Like, yeah. I, there's one time I had Mario 64, and like I, I completely finished the game, and I turned on all the game files are reset. Oh damn! Oh, and I'm like, I'm really like like disappointed and like you know heartbroken, so I put it away. Sorry for those <laughs> cables. This is the ASMR. <laughs> um, so I put it away, and then like you know maybe a week or so later, I'm like, all right. I'll, I really want to play it. I'll play it again from the start. My files are all back. Oh, that's weird. So I don't know if it was just like, you know, a connection was weird or, or what, but I've had games where that has happened before where I pl- put it in, stuff is missing, plug it in a different way, it's back. Yeah. Now, did you get to 120 stars with that game? Yeah. Because there was a thing where you could get, I remember this still for some reason, where you get 70 stars in Mario 64 and you could play 
the third Bowser, right? Yeah. Which was like the final one. Mm-hmm. And then you beat the Bowser and then it's the most anticlimactic video game ever. And you can kind of, and isn't like Mario's kind of pissed at the end. He, see, he, he like looks into the, into like the, I guess the camera, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. The and fourth wall. The fourth wall. Cause like she, Peach is like, uh, oh, like, thanks. Like you saved me. Like we should make you a cake. And he kind of looks like. It's like, really? Like, that's all I get is a fucking cake? <laughs> and it's just, but like, then afterwards, though, you can, you can get like, I guess, up to 120, right? Yeah. I don't think I ever made it there. I yeah. think I like was like a few off. What happens when you get to 120? Because I don't know if I know. Well, He's probably the only see, person I know who's done it. it I, I don't want to sound like, like humble bragging, but it's been a while since I've been in the game without 120 stars. I think I did that yeah. like the first time when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I didn't know that there was something special. Yeah. But like ever since I found out that there's a thing, it's like I, I play it to get all of them. So I really don't remember the yeah. less than 120. <laughs> but what yeah. happens is you get you beat Bowser, you get the final big star, and then you go back to um in front of the castle and Peach comes down and she's like, you know, thank you. We should um we should all celebrate and bake a cake for Mario. And yeah. they all go inside the castle. Then Mario like, you know, he stops, he he's going in, he stops and he looks up into the sky and then you hear Peach and he's like, Mario and then you you go in. Oh, I, why did I think he looks at like at the camera? I, I thought he was like pissed or something. Maybe that's just the way I imagined it. Maybe. He's just like. But that, the, that's the hundred twenty. Um, I think at oh, the end there's okay. a different like end screen. Oh, maybe. Like huh. that's the thing they often would do. They'd have like a static you know end screen where it said thank you, and there'd be like a a nice like you know graphic or something. Yeah. I know at one hundred twenty it's got like all of them, and like they're like on top of the cake. I think. Or it's the cake and it says thank you. Okay, so like nothing else. Because like but I would. There is a secret after getting 120 stars. Uh oh. What's you that? You can. Yeah, out in Princess Peach's, like, you know, the courtyard. Yeah. There is one of the cannons that you can get in. And you can launch yourself onto the top of the castle mm-hmm. uh-huh. where there is a, um, a wing cap. But there's also Yoshi. Huh. Yoshi's there and he gives you 100 lives. And it changes the animation for your triple jump. Because um, hmm. before he would just do like, you know, some somersaults. But yeah. now he like, he tucks himself into a ball and he kind of bounces once and there's like sparkles. Huh. Weird. Well, I hope, I, I'm assuming there's probably a bunch of people like around our age who like know what we're talking about because this was like a very popular game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just to give, you know, because we're not giving any of the context really. No. But <laughs> um, yeah, because like I would... I would beat the, I guess technically at 70, you could like beat the game, mm-hmm. but you could still like hang around and like do other stuff. Yeah. And I was always curious, like once you get to 120, like, can he just still like hang out and like go play old levels or yeah, Absolutely. you can just like, it never kind of locks you out. That's great. Yeah. Which I always thought was kind of cool. Do you guys know anybody that had, I'm trying to remember the exact name. It was like a Game Shark. Game or, Shark or Game Genie. Game Genie, yeah. yeah. Both of those kind of did the same thing. Yeah. Did you guys know anybody that had those? No. I knew one person. I knew uh, uh, some brothers who had it. Okay, yeah. And I know that um, there were like there were certain things that if you used it, it would change the game. Like as in you wouldn't get the the correct ending. Like I think some of the games developed that where like, all right, mm. you can cheat. We obviously can't do anything about it because you, you have the game mm-hmm. genie or the game shark. But yeah. if you've done that, we like make note of it and you don't get like this final thing. Yeah, I know... The thing that with like the game sharks and the game genies that was like kind of risky is it could like permanently screw up some of your games. Mm-hmm. And I know like you could do you could do all kinds of weird things. I mostly used it in Pokemon, and there were like codes that were like you know you could you know um, 
go out of bounds like go to oh, like wow. areas that you're not supposed to but that would usually cause the game to crash because there's yeah. like nothing there you're not supposed to be there mm-hmm. right. there are ones where like if you jump off a ledge you, you those cables <laughs> man um <laughs> you'll just stay floating and yeah. like you can't interact with anything it just it like screws screws you up huh. and you better not save like in that state because you won't be able to get out of it but right. i mostly use it just to get mew the 151st Pokemon, oh yeah which you find out like you know 10 15 years later that you can there's a legitimate way to get mew in the game is there it, yeah it well legitimate as in you're not uh you know using cheats right but it's not like it's a intended purpose mm-hmm. it's like there's certain you have to leave certain uh enemies you don't fight certain trainers and mm-hmm. then you have to have like certain pokemon in, like certain spots and like get into certain battles and do do the certain sequence of events yeah and like it kind of like tricks the the game and like it's like temporary memory to think that when you go into a battle next this is the enemy that's supposed to spawn and it'll oh, spawn a, a mew wow i tried it once it didn't work i must have done something wrong mm-hmm. along the lines but i've seen other people do it that's pretty wild it's legit in the sense that you're not using a uh, another device right. but i don't think it's legit because it's it wasn't intended for you to do this sure. it, it's a totally convoluted set of instructions that no one should have figured out like by accident it, yeah. someone must have been looking through the game data saw they were there and figured out how you can manipulate it yeah. to do that i always wonder like how did how did people figure out these these things there was a guy who figured out in super mario world yeah. how to essentially program the game within the game like okay. by doing like like do, jumping and like doing moves at certain type times like loads things into the temporary memory mm-hmm. and then by doing that you can get to the end credits like what? oh wow within the first level holy crap how do you figure that out that's crazy I I have no idea how, yeah. how any of that works yeah I mean like, I'm always amazed fascinated magic. by people who can come up with that stuff but there's like the guy who can beat like Super Mario three and like. I forget how many minutes it is, but it's like mm-hmm. it's really quick. Yeah, there's like that game is like so difficult. I think yeah. anyway. There's well, speedrunners who like try to go through the game as fast as they can, either like legitimately or using glitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when it, they have the legitimate guys. I I don't love the the glitch kind of thing, mm-hmm. but yeah, those guys are, are wild. Like how many hours they must put in to kind of memorize like certain parts and certain moves to know to jump at it exactly this moment yeah. because. If if you don't, you mess up. That's a few seconds off, and you don't have that. Yeah, you don't have that so record have a anymore. Whole, um, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a a whole event called Awesome Games Done Quick. It happens like every yeah. year. Oh yeah, and that it's it gets a ton of people watching it online, and um, it's huge. It's all about doing those speed runs. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was hot shit when I timed how long it took for me to beat <laughs> Zelda in like you know, I was like booking it through the yeah. game. It took me like nine hours. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was like, oh, I'm not shit. I beat Zelda in nine hours. You got people doing like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're always going to find those people, though. Yeah. Now, do you guys have... So that was N64. Do you have a, a favorite on the PlayStation or the PlayStation 2? Huh. PlayStation was Dragon Warrior 7. It's an extremely boring Japanese RPG with tons of text. It's like a mm. freaking tome. It's That's your favorite? Discs. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're just you're making it sound amazing. It's boring as shit to like everyone, but I, there's something about it. I just love like grinding to get level up and like yeah. mastering classes and you know all this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Hundreds of hours. I don't know. Um, on the PlayStation Two, I don't honestly. I, I guess I didn't play everything, so there's stuff I well, might yeah. have liked better. I mean, what I mentioned before, like. Um, Actually, did we? Yeah, we mentioned this before. It was the Simpsons Road Rage. Yes, that was that was 
actually probably one of the first games I played. Hmm. And that actually like made me want to get the PlayStation 2 because mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. Um, I loved Tony Hawk. And it was, I think it was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I want to say it was 4 was the one for yeah. the PlayStation 2 that was really, really solid. I had a yeah. couple games too that like, I had like Max Payne, which was like fun for a oh, little man. bit. <laughs> but then it kind of got, I, I guess I sort of got bored of it. I had a, a Bond game that wasn't GoldenEye. And it wasn't, it wasn't The World Is Not Enough. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was, it was called, there was one called Nightfire, and I know that. Yeah, it had, Double Seven oh, and Nightfire. It, and it had, it had um, Pierce Brosnan on the cover, so Pierce Brosnan was still Bond at the time. Mm-hmm. But before that, there was another one that was called Agent Under Fire. Yes, yes. That, that's yeah. the one I had, and that one was pretty fun, actually. Was that the one, one of those games, they made their own kind of like movie, it, was, it had its own kind of James Bond movie within the video game. And the bad guy was uh, acted by Willem Dafoe. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know that. I don't Maybe remember. Maybe it was after that. I'm trying to remember the name of it, and, and it's not coming to me. But I will look it up because I have a phone here. Well, the, these were at the end. These games were definitely at the end of Pierce Brosnan's run right. as Bond because it was after The World Is Not Enough and then like Die Another Day, which I don't know how you guys feel about those movies, or Die Another Day yeah. specifically was not the greatest. Yeah, I can't say no. that I remember ever seeing a James Bond movie. At all, really? I think oh, I kind of watched Goldeneye. Oh, okay. kind of watched it. It was like one of those things like, there's just one year I was uh, with my cousin and we were like up until like five in the morning and it was one of those yeah. things I might have fallen asleep in because it was like five in the morning. Yeah. But I can't, I have not really watched a James Bond movie. I have a few of them on my hard drive that yeah. I'm meaning to watch, mostly the, the recent ones with Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah I mean I they're good. Watched anything. The the last one with Daniel Craig wasn't great, but Skyfall was very good. Skyfall was very. Tried good. watching Moonraker. Oh yeah, <laughs> that with was, uh, what's his name, uh, Roger Moore? Maybe. Yeah, it, but so, it we it was like very boring. We thought it'd be like outer space stuff. It was like mm, yeah. Yeah. Really fun. I think the name of it was Double uh, Seven Everything or Nothing. Okay. Mm. Uh, it had like Willem Dafoe. I'm pretty wow. positive it had Willem Dafoe as wow. the the villain. Pierce Brosnan was on the cover of a lot of these video games. That, yeah, because I, I mean, I guess he was around during the time of like the boom of yeah. all this. He was the last one until Daniel Craig, right? He was. Yes. Yeah, he was like he was the '90s Bond for like, sure. Totally. I guess they didn't have anyone else they could put on the cover. Yeah, he's very handsome. He's That's good, true, good yeah. for covers. <laughs> <laughs> for me. PlayStation 2, I, I never uh, had a PlayStation 1, so I can't really yeah, speak on that. Here. But for PlayStation 2, SSX Tricky. Oh, uh, I, re- I remember that. I loved yeah, that game. Yeah. I put in so many hours, like, trying to complete each player's, um, like, there were certain, like, uh, I don't know, it was before you had really achievements, but there mm-hmm. was, it was the closest thing to achievements. You had to complete every single move in that player's, like, playbook if you yeah. will every move in his arsenal yeah and so i would make sure to do that and i would get to like there you would reach a certain level and you can upgrade your board and you can upgrade it to like the nth degree there's like that and i think also the suit that you wore so like both of them i think the nth degree was like a silver board and a silver outfit and th- this mm. was a snowboarding game right yes. yeah okay because they were at, honestly i like the snowboarding games i don't i yeah, feel like they're very underrated there was one for N64 too that 1080 was 1080 Avalanche. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was all right, you know. 
Those games were 1080 fun. snowboarding. I think 1080 Avalanche was the. Sequel. It was called 1080, I think. Yeah. Or, or the one I played was just called like Snowboard 1080 or something. I think yeah. Avalanche was the GameCube one. Yeah, they, they were fun though. Yeah. The, 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 so the that was definitely my favorite for the PlayStation Two. Yeah. 1080 yeah. snowboarding with Ricky Winterborn. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I think for PlayStation Two, mine was Samurai Warriors. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. You ever hear of Dynasty Warriors? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's like this, you know, medieval combat game, ancient China during the Romance of the Three Kingdoms, and you, it's like you versus like hundreds of enemies, right? Just slaughtering yeah. like you know waves and waves of enemies. But Samurai Warriors was the same engine, made by the same people, but just uh, Japanese history instead of Chinese history. Okay. And it was a little more focused. I found that with the, the Dynasty Warriors, it was harder for me to keep track of the names because uh, a lot of them had either very s- similar sounding names or they all were like the same like last name and then there'd be like a little like alternate, altern- uh, I'm drawing a blank on the word, alternation? Alteration. Alteration. Alteration, okay. there it is. But with Samurai Warriors, I felt like the characters were easier for me to keep track of and figure out why they were different. It was a smaller cast. Mm-hmm. It's like going from a cast of 40 down to a cast of 20. Okay, yeah. that's good. I never played the Samurai one, but I played Dynasty Warriors a bunch. Mm-hmm. And I remember not knowing, like ever really knowing what's going on. All I knew is that I was just like, all right, well, now I'm this dude. And I'm going to, I have this like special move. Yeah. yeah. There are definitely a few uh, characters that I preferred to play with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lubu. Yep. He's the man. Yep. And, uh, but I just cannot remember the plot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Samurai Wars took place in the, uh, the Sengoku Wars, Sengoku period of Japan, where it was like the civil war to gain control over the country. And yeah. so you got all these different factions and they all kind of like, it's interesting because each character has a uh, campaign that follows like their army's side. And just interesting to see how like all these people like get woven and like how they all like end up like either meeting their demise or succeeding. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, beyond that, in terms of video games, like I sort of, drop off a little bit just because i'm more like the old school so yeah. you guys would have to say like what your favorite for i guess what would be next like xbox or whatever well, xbox gamecube and playstation 2 are all the same like generation yeah right? yeah, yeah so if you want to skip to like the 360 yeah i don't even yeah. know what my favorite would be for the current games yeah because well xbox also wasn't like i never had an xbox so i right. really don't know i thought i thought you would tell me it'd be like mass effect or something oh yeah well yeah that's true it would probably yeah. be Mass Effect. There's Mass Effect. I liked Mass Effect 2, and I hate Mass Effect 3. Okay. Mm. If it wasn't like, I mean, what was what, that was in back in 2011, I think, when that came out? Yeah, it was around that time. Um, I was going to grad school very yeah. soon, and it was already up by then. So mm-hmm. if it wasn't like, you know, seven years ago, I might write a blog about it. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's, it's it's a little too late for me to to bitch and moan about. It's never too late. Ready. It's never too late to it's bitch and moan. But yeah, Mass Effect was definitely I, I loved that game. That was really good. Yeah, I think for me it was either Halo Reach or Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Mostly mm. just because I had a good community of people who would play online, mm-hmm. and that's what mm. I miss most from that that era. Just having yeah. like going online and having like six people you're gonna play with, and you know how these people play. You're gonna yeah. do well in your on your team. Mm. So, like, I try to play games now, like Overwatch or anything like that, but it's just not the same when you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, are there any games that you guys would ever always gravitate towards when you would go to, like, an arcade or something like that, or, like, a Dave & Buster's? Ooh. Um, anything that gave me a lot of tickets. That's a good okay, question. Okay, so you were more of, like, a ticket kind of guy rather than the kind of arcade 
box games. Yeah, I want to get those overpriced prizes that it would it would cost me significantly <laughs> yeah. less to actually buy it outright than try to yeah. win it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, for I would always mix it up. Um, I would always. I, I still. I would love to go to Dave and Buster's, but um, I'd like to, you know I like playing like the race car games. Okay. Always a big fan, but I mix it up too. Like I like a little skee ball. Go oh, and do yeah. that as well. That's great. You know, I like to mix it up between some of the, the more physical games, if you want to call it that. <laughs> I always air hockey. Yeah, oh, oh that's absolutely. a great one. Or what about the ones where you got to get the, uh, the, the basketball um, basketball into which the hoop or throw so, the football? Which is so hard though, because yeah. the thing like moves back and forth, and it's also like not designed right or something purposely, yeah, no. so that you like bear, you can't make it in. Definitely, yeah. I always loved. There was one of those shooting ones where you had the giant, massive machine gun. Yeah, I know what you're thing. talking about. Yeah, and they would always they would shoot um, like the missiles at you, and you would mm-hmm. have to shoot the missiles first yeah. to like not. There's one of those shooter games I loved. I think it's critically panned, yeah. but it features Aerosmith. Really? Oh my god! It's called like Revolution X or something like that. That's amazing. And you need to rescue Aerosmith, and your gun like <laughs> yeah. it shoots bullets, but then like there's like a, a switch on it where you could like shoot like a special weapon. Your special weapon was su- shooting CDs. You shoot, really? it launches CDs at like these like fascist um like enemies and stuff like that. It was it was terrible. That kind of reminds me That's of Shaun amazing. of the Dead. Amazing. Yeah. That reminds oh, me of Shaun of the yeah. Dead, like throwing the records at the at the zombies. At the zombies. It's That's like oh, but only throwing the bad records. Yeah. He's like, oh no no, I, I like that one. Keep that one. Yeah. But my my real favorite game at all those arcades was this one with like a rotating like arm that would go like side to side, uh, and you have to like put a quarter or a token in there yeah. and you have to get it to you want to try to get it to land in like one of four truck beds mm-hmm. okay like oh they're, yeah, yeah they're, they're like dump trucks right okay and yeah. you want to get them in there and you get a bunch of tickets or you want to try to hit the um like the jackpot flag where it'll, yeah like it'll like the the the, the what do you call it the dump, the dump of truck. the truck the yeah. dump will come up and it'll dump everything and yeah you get like a jackpot of tickets i love that thing Oh, that's fantastic. Or like those coin pushers. I never knew how those things oh, were. Oh, yeah. I don't understand that. And never the crane game, because you can never win those stupid oh, crane yeah. games. Yeah. Those are the 100% rigged. rigged. Yeah. Not like, you know, say, like, oh, the rig. But like, it's, no, no, been, like, it's been shown and we, empirically proven. Yeah, you we can. actually had one over at the bowling alley that they, I guess they messed up and didn't rig it. So it was like working perfectly. And my brother got like a, a <laughs> bunch of things. And then we come back like, a few months later it's a new and they totally they totally changed it up because it i mean you don't lose skills of being able to get like 10 of them yeah and then come back the next like time and, and you get nothing so they clearly went in and, and jimmied it you know i used to like the ones where it was guaranteed you'd win something yeah. um and they were, it was often usually just candy it'd just be mm-hmm. like a arm that comes down scoops up candy and drops yeah. it in for you yeah i don't know if i've talked about this before but you were mentioning the bowling alley do you remember those candy cigarettes oh thing? yeah you, wait are, are they are you talking about the ones that just look like little white sticks yeah they were like sugar sugar sticks but they yeah. were like they were set like they were in like a pack of cigarettes yeah like they would be at the they would always be at like the bottom of the vending machine mm. because like they're there but they don't they don't necessarily want you to see them right but like that's what that's what we always went for, kids, because they're like, oh, smoking's cool, yeah, and we'll <laughs> we'll get these, and like then like, and you can't find those things anywhere now. I don't no. think they they definitely don't exist anymore. Definitely not. Not anywhere where kids can buy them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember they definitely yeah. had. There were the the white stick ones, and then there were the chocolate cigarettes. Yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah they definitely can't do that now. Yeah, it's just funny how like that like. In the 90s, I think those were all over. At least the bowling alley I went to, they were always there. Oh, yeah. We'd get those. And then, like, 
they just completely disappear. We're like, well, this is a, this is a terrible idea. This is, <laughs> this is gonna encourage kids to smoke, probably. Obviously. <laughs> how, about, how about this bowling alley staple? Yeah. The uh, the golfing arcade game. Oh, we got the, the ball and you got to. Oh that's, my god. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, yes. that, that actually probably is like my favorite type of game, like yeah. arcade game, just because like the thing is just so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I love my that. god. I love I, that. That's great. When I forgot I a, about that. When I was a kid, we used to have Boy Scout uh, or our den meetings yeah. were in like like the util- not the utility room, but like it was like a, a room in the bowling alley. Yeah. It was like the only thing that we could like get. Yeah. And I used to hate like you know we go leave and I like, stop by the arcade and like slowly but surely less arcade games were there until all that was left was the golfing game. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- no, that was the best. I I had completely forgotten about that. Yeah. Now, I like now going to barcades. Yeah, I was just going to say. I have not been to one. Oh, it's great. Cool. It's, it's fun to go. I was going to say like adult arcade type yeah. type things. And like Dave and Buster's is like that too. But oh, that's bar- true. But barcade, yeah. Barcade has a cool yeah. kind of vibe to it. I always love if playing the Marvel on, versus Capcom. If you can get on the games Take though. because yeah. it gets It gets pretty busy at those places. Yeah. Um, you know, but like there's places here, like even Break uh, in Astoria, like has a, has a few things. Like they have some yeah, they, a couple games. They got the basketball one. They have darts. Right. Darts well, oh, they great. they have more oh, so They don't really have many video games. I don't. No. Think. You're right. I, why do I think they had a couple? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, well, I know one of the um, the Bohemia Hall. I'm just like mentioning places that have video games, whether they like it or not. Do they? They have a Pac-Man machine. Oh my god. In like the basement, I discovered with <laughs> Paul when we were there. Uh, because like no one goes down there, we're like, oh, there's Pac-Man here. That's great. Yeah, but there, there's always been places where like they'll have like Pac-Man. Pac-Man seems to be like a game. Yeah, that's a that safe can one. like that can show up anywhere. It doesn't have to be in an arcade. Yeah, like yeah. they just throw in a Pac-Man Lots machine. Lots of bars got that. Yeah, but yeah, we should go to an arcade now. That's what we should yeah. do. Yeah, right. let's do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got anything else? I think uh, this was just like. A video game yeah. chat. Yeah, I once liked you it. get once you get me talking on video games, it's hard to, no, to break that. No, honestly, this is good. Yeah. This is what we like. Yeah, we know? didn't we didn't plan on it, but it worked out well. Yeah, yeah so we didn't go off on too many tangents, you know, yeah. here and there. Yeah, a little bit, but it's not good. It was keep, fun. Keep it uh pretty tight. Yeah. So uh so yeah, do you want to talk um or plug your YouTube channel? I mean well we can put up yeah. links and stuff. Um whatever well, else you got going on. I'm I'm definitely going to get more active again with my YouTube channel and my Twitch yeah. channel and all those things once I get settled back into Portland and start to get like, you know, some uh, consistency in my life. Again. Yeah, yeah. But uh, those are uh, Psychotria Plays, P S Y C H O T R I A. Okay. Um, I picked that name because it was a random Wikipedia article and I thought it sounded cool. That, that's good enough. Oh yeah. Psychotria Plays is I think also the Twitter account. And there's a Facebook page, uh, but you'll have all the 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 true correct yeah. links. We'll make so. sure to post it in in the notes. Yeah, yeah. I tried going with Psychotria just that, but there, some people already have that name taken. I'm like, oh great, I gotta add plays at the end. And <laughs> those bastards. Yeah, yeah. That was my idea first. <laughs> Even if I didn't act on it, I had the idea first. All right. Okay. Should, should we go ahead? I was gonna say I, I knew that was all right. I don't know how I can contribute to this, so I'm just <laughs> going to leave it to you guys. Um, and with that, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Peace. Toodles. <laughs>